Welcome to the Strong Families Podcast, where we believe that strong families connect to Jesus, connect to each other, to a faith community, and to their mission and purpose. Hi, Strong Families. Today, we are still studying the Christmas story, and we are talking about waiting, something that I don't like to do very much. I don't like waiting. Have you ever had to wait for something for a long, long time? How does it feel to have to wait for something? It gets worse and worse as time goes on. Or maybe as it gets closer and closer, you start to feel more excited. You can stop the podcast and share with your family about a time when you had to wait for something. Was it something scary? Was it something happy? What were you waiting for? And how did you feel while you were waiting? When I was in seventh grade, that means when I was 12 years old, I did a report on the country of Kenya in Africa. I learned all about the country of Kenya. I learned about its land, animals, the people, the cities of Kenya, the resources. And the more I learned about Kenya, the more I wanted to visit. I got so excited about Kenya that I started telling everybody, someday, someday, I'm going to visit Kenya. But when I was 12, I knew it wasn't going to happen then. I knew I had to wait. I waited and waited. When I decided where to go as a student missionary, I looked at Kenya, but I picked a different country. And so I waited. I told myself, someday, someday I'll go to Kenya. People I know went to visit Kenya. They came back with stories about how great it was, and I knew I wanted to go someday. I learned about mission trips to Kenya. I got to know people who were from Kenya, who became my friends. Sometimes they said, you should go with us back to Kenya. But I thought, someday. Still, I didn't go. I waited and waited and waited. I've wanted to go to Kenya since I was 12. I am 41. How many years have I been waiting to go to Kenya? Well, this summer I was sitting in church and some people were up front making an announcement about a mission trip to Kenya that would happen this Christmas in December. I don't know how to explain it, but something in my heart just clicked and I knew in my head, this is my trip. I'm going to go to Kenya. Someday turned into now. I just knew it was time. The trip was a Maranatha mission project to a place called Kajiado, which is a school where girls live. They live in dorms. Girls who've had to leave their tribes and their families because they were in danger. The dorms are getting too full and they need more room. So Maranatha is going to build another dorm. I was so excited. I wanted to be part of this project. I signed up. I raised money. We bought airplane tickets. I can't believe it. I'm going to go to Kenya. Some days now, by the time you listen to this podcast, I might be in Kenya already. And it's going to be a great trip. On this trip, we get to visit an ostrich farm, an elephant sanctuary. We get to see lions and giraffes and zebras, visit the marketplaces, learn how to make traditional Kenyan food, learn about soap carving and bracelet beadwork, and so much more. But most importantly, we get to meet the girls at the Kajiado school who've escaped danger and are now living there. We get to talk to them and play with them. I get to tell them stories about Jesus. On Christmas morning, we even get to have worship with the Maasai tribe. I'm so glad that I waited so long to go to Kenya because I think this is going to be the best trip ever. Do you know that that is how Anna and Simeon felt 
when they first saw baby Jesus in the temple. They had waited so long, they couldn't believe it was finally happening. Wait a minute, who are Anna and Simeon? Did you know that they were part of the Christmas story too? They were very old, and they had been waiting for Jesus all their life, much, much longer than I waited for my trip to Kenya. Today we're going to read their story. It's not in the book of Matthew where we usually read, so we're going to jump into the book of Luke, because this is a fun part of the Christmas story that we don't want to miss. Today our story takes place in Luke 2, 22 through verse 40. If you have your Bibles, you can follow along with me. If you'd like to just sit and listen, I want you to think about this. What part of this story just really jumps out or stands out to you? Think about that as we read. One more thing I want to tell you is that in the law of Moses, anytime something was being questioned or tried to be true, there needed to be two witnesses for the story to be proved true. Does that happen in this story? Think about that and wait for something to stand out to you as I read. Luke 2.22 When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Moses, Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at the very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was with him. Okay, strong families, share with each other what part of that story stood out to you. Then, number two, talk about what does that part mean? Just what did it mean in the story? And number three, why do you think that stood out to you? Why this? Why today? What might God be trying to tell you through that specific part of the story. And in closing, families, you can talk about things you might be waiting for. Is there anything your family is waiting for Jesus to do in your lives? Something you're waiting for Jesus to do to your family? 
What can we learn from this story about how to wait well? Enjoy studying the Christmas story, Strong Families. And I hope that you wait patiently. Thank you.